So for example, if you as a manager do not embrace, you do not role model recognition, your team is going to look at you like, why should I bother? Why should I do it if my manager can't take the one minute, two minutes, whatever it takes to do it? So you also need to role model and, and ripple the idea of how to do it so that they can learn from you. Each time you as a manager do it, your team are like, oh, so that's what recognition looks like. This is what I need to start doing. Hi there, I'm Ben Morton and you're listening to the Ben Morton Leadership Podcast. It's the weekly show that brings you inspiring interviews with senior leaders and genuine subject matter experts, all designed to help you be the very best leader that you can possibly be. It's my gift to you and it's totally free. This week, it's my great pleasure to introduce you to Deborah Corey. Deborah is a highly experienced and award-winning HR leader, consultant, world-class speaker and five-time best-selling author. She's been named as one of the top 101 global employee engagement influencers and HR's most influential thinkers. After 20 plus years working for global companies such as Gap Inc, Merlin Entertainment and Reward Gateway, she now inspires and, quote, pays it forward by helping others develop and deliver HR strategies in a rebellious way pushing the boundaries and challenging the status quo to truly drive employee engagement. Deborah also has a new book out called See It, Say It, Appreciate It, with around 65% of employees saying that they don't feel appreciated and 75% of employees who quit their job citing a lack of recognition as the key driver, clearly something's not working. Deborah's book is written as a call to action and how-to guide for managers who want to get it right and make a change. She has kindly also given us two copies of the book to give away to listeners of the show for free. All you need to do if you want one is to click on the link in the show notes or any of my social media posts linked to this episode and add your email address via the form. But now, Without any further delay, let me introduce you to this week's guest, Deborah Corey. Deborah, a very warm welcome to the podcast. It's great to have you with us today. First of all, how are you? Well, thank you for inviting me to your podcast. I've listened to uh, quite a few of them and they're, they're brilliant. So it's an absolute honor to be a part of it. I'm doing really well, real excited ready for the new year, ready to go. Awesome. So let's dive straight in. You've got a new book out, which I'm really interested to, to explore with you because this idea of recognition, recognition, appreciation is something that I've been thinking about and talking about a lot lately. So I guess very quickly, give us the, the, the synopsis, the, the brief overview to, to the book and maybe why you wrote it. Well, I'm going to take a step back to the book before that. So I wrote a book at the beginning of 2022 on recognition and appreciation for people in HR like me to help them build recognition programs. And then I was starting to do workshops with managers and they just were so anxious to learn more about it. 
I just locked myself up and I wrote um, a version of the book specifically for managers because at the end of the day, in HR, I can design the best programs, the best strategy in the world, but if I don't have my fantastic leaders and managers owning it and driving it, nothing is going to happen. So that, that was my main reason for writing the book. It's the quickest book I've ever written in my life. Oh, wow. <laughs> so how do you differentiate then? Do you differentiate? between recognition and appreciation. And we had a great conversation around this just before Christmas, didn't we? So I'm, we I'm really interested to talk here. And it's a great it's a great question. And let me just preface it by saying that this is my definition. Everybody has their own definition, which is absolutely fine. Um, I like to have uh, define things quite straightforward. So to me, I see recognition as the input, what you're doing. And appreciation is the output. So how do you feel? And that's why they're so intertwined. That being said, I don't care. Some people want to call it just recognition. Some people want to call it appreciation. My main focus, though, is you need to think about both the input and the output at the same time. And actually, the big change that I'm trying to drive in this area is to sort of switch the mindset. Because too often, people like me, we focus on the program and getting that recognition program right and that's when mistakes happen because we don't think about how is it going to land at the end and how is that person going to feel? Will they feel appreciated? So it's more about think about what you're trying to do, how you're going to make them feel, how you want them to act differently, and then design your programs around that. So the arrows sort of go both ways. It's not one direction or the other. Cool. So in your view, then, is recognition more about what perhaps the manager does and then appreciation is the is the impact on the individual and how it makes them feel. Have I, have I heard you right? Yeah, it's the feeling. So yeah, recognition is the act and then appreciation is the feeling. Again, a really simple way of looking at it. I mean, I do the same thing. People ask me, when my, one of my books was on employee engagement and they asked me what's the difference between employee engagement and employee experience. And the same thing, I look at it very simply. Employee experience are all the things that you do to create an amazing experience. And employee engagement is is how they feel at the end, the end result. Yeah, got you. That, that makes sense. Deborah, I've got to say, because listeners are going to probably notice a slight change in the audio and a slight change in my energy. So this is the third take of this question, as we both know, due to some technical challenges today. So third time lucky, as they say. Having not read the book the whole way through, but enjoyed um, flicking through it so far, one of the sections that really stood out for me was the piece where you talk about the ripple effect of recognition and how this links with emotional contagion, which is something I'm really passionate about, just helping leaders to understand the impact that our mood, good or bad, can have on, on those around us. But how does this play out with uh, recognition and appreciation? Yeah, in the book, when I talk about the ripple effect, I talk about it in a couple of different ways. And the first way is exactly what you're talking about, which is the impact that a manager has on the actions of their people. So for example, if you as a manager do not embrace, you do not role model recognition, your team is gonna look at you like, why should I bother? Why should I do it if my manager can't take the one minute, two minutes, whatever it takes to do it? And also a lot of people might not understand how and when to recognize. So you also need to role model and, and ripple the idea of how to do it so that they can learn from you. Each time you as a manager do it, your team are like, oh, so that's what recognition looks like. This is what I need to start doing. 
But then it, it ripples even further then, because once you get your team involved with it, one person ripples to another. It's like tag. So your manager recognizes you. You're like, I love that. You know what? I saw somebody to do who did a great job. I'm going to recognize them. They get recognized and it goes on and on and on. It's like, oh, it's my turn now. You know, it, it, it needs to be meaningful and genuine, but it, it ripples that way. And then the last way that I talk about ripples, and we probably all are like this, when we're having a bad day and we need that, just that little boost. I know for me, I've got a desk drawer of lovely notes that people have written to me, thank you notes and such. And when I'm having a bad day, I pull them out and it, again, it ripples more than once. I get that wonderful feeling from a rec- from a recognition moment. Yeah. And I guess it occurs to me as well that the ripples flow backwards as well, right? If you look at some of the psychology and probably the one that stands out for me is sean aker's work from heart from harvard around the happiness advantage and he talks about random acts of kindness not only do they make the person who receives the random act of kindness feel good but it makes the person who conducted that act feel good and that lasts for quite a long time through throughout the day right so it, it, i guess it ripples backwards Absolutely. I mean, I must quote Sean about four times in my book. I absolutely love his TED Talks, his books, everything about it. But you're absolutely true. I mean, next time you recognize someone, which is a really technical word. I mean, next time you thank someone, next time you show appreciation, just take a moment and to your point, think about how you feel. Because I get so buzzed. I feel amazing when I do that. My husband's um, a manager and uh, a leader in his organization. And we take walks with the dogs every day at lunch. And half of the things that he tells me about how great his day is relate to that. Oh, do you know what? I just made someone's day because I told him what a great job Mm. they did. He wasn't recognized, but to your point, the ripple went back to him because he feels amazing. Yeah, nice. Love it. Love it. Yeah, you also mentioned this idea you have around we need to start thinking differently about recognition and move away from what you describe as a one-dimensional approach that's prevalent in so, so many workplaces. Can you tell us a little bit more about what, what you mean by that? Yeah, I mean, there's two ways that I think of it. Um, a lot of people from a one-dimensional perspective, they they only see one thing to look for. So, for example, someone finishes a big project that's when I'm going to recognize them, as opposed to looking for maybe those smaller moments, those smaller wins, even learning moments. Sometimes I recognize people when things might not have gone great, but just as a way to show them that, you know what, I appreciate you putting in the hard work. It was a great learning moment. So to look for it differently, that has to be multidimensional, look for it in different ways. You know, people who have done quality work, maybe they suggested a new idea, they might have helped somebody, the list goes on and on. And then also multidimensional and how you show it. So, you know, in some organizations, you might have a recognition program, which is great, use that. But everyone's different, we need to figure out what's going to work for different people. So for some people, recognition, a public thank you might be great. For someone else, it's their worst nightmare in the world. They would hate it. For them, recognition might be giving them a bit more training or, you know what, you work so hard, take a half a day off. So again, I think there's not one way. We all know this. We've learned this over the years. There's not one way to do things. So we need to look for it in multiple dimensions. And then we need to show appreciation in, in multiple dimensions in multiple ways. I really think that looking for it piece is is key though, right? Because... I think if we're honest, I don't know. I don't know what the actual stats on this are. I don't want to say say most, but I wonder how many leaders and managers out there are actually 
actively looking for opportunities to to thank people and give some recognition as opposed to waiting for a moment where it smacks them around the face and they can't miss it because someone has clearly hit a big goal or clearly delivered a, a big project. And it reminds me of, it's one of my favourite quotes. It's a Ken Blanchard quote where he says, look to catch people doing things right. When so often, Absolutely. from good intent, we often look to catch people doing things things wrong, right? Where are the flaws? Where could get better? Where do you not quite hit the mark? But we don't look to catch people doing doing the small things right, which is which is a cry and shame, I think. Do you know how funny it is, is I actually put a post on LinkedIn today saying that, that we need to focus on the positives. And one of the things that I talk about all the time, and um, people won't be able to see me right now and see my office, but I always talk about how you need to look through 3D glasses. So I've got a picture behind me in my office of a bunch of giraffes yeah. wearing, 3, wearing 3D glasses, just because you're right, you have to look for it everywhere to make sure that you find it. And it doesn't come natural, which is why in the book, I I know for some people, they might read this section and think, I don't need someone to spell it out. But I actually listed lots of different ways to help you look for it so that you can start understanding, okay, I hadn't thought about doing it then. Mm -hmm. Um, Because it is something that you have to learn. For some people, it might not be natural. For you and I, you know, we might be used to looking for those different types of, of opportunities to recognize, but other people, it might be new to them because they haven't learned it in the past. Yeah, I don't think it's necessarily something we need to to beat ourselves up for no. as, as managers, right? Because as a, as, a, as a species, humans, we do have this natural negativity bias, right? It's what's kept us alive, enable us to, to involve, evolve. We will spot the things that threaten us so we can, we can avoid them. So we will naturally spot the, the the negative so it does take some some relearning retraining of our of our psyche and mindset i think doesn't it to to really tune in to those opportunities to to praise recognize it and say thank you hey quick one for you i want to make sure that you know about my 10 for 10 leadership program it's an online program that's totally free It's bite-sized and it covers some of the most common leadership topics and challenges that I frequently get asked about. It's also a course that gets consistently great feedback. You can find out more by heading to the online courses page of my website at ben-morton.com. Absolutely. I interviewed someone in one of my books about how they changed their entire performance management process. And they spent six months studying the behavioral side. And what they found was no surprise in performance management. We spent so much time looking backwards at the past and looking at what was going wrong, which from a, from a behavioral perspective, all it does is just, just make us feel horrible. And um, they changed it to something called GPS, so grow, perform, succeed, focusing more on the the positive aspects. And oh, I love that recognition. Yeah, recognition is a big part of it. It's um gapping. I used to work for them, and actually, it's a case study that they um they use at the Harvard Business School. That that's how groundbreaking it was when they did it. Yeah, I love that. The other thing I wanted to ask you, uh, Deborah, is what impact do you think has the new way of working had? Whether we are hybrid whether we are fully fully at home how has that shifted what we need to do as leaders and managers in terms of recognition i think every aspect of how we manage and lead has been impacted absolutely and recognition has been as well which is one of the reasons i wanted to write these two books this year normally i'd take about 
two years in between my books. But um, recognition, one of the great positives of recognition is it helps our people know that we see them. Mm-hmm. You know, just we, we notice them. We know that they're doing great work. And in a hybrid world, we're not always physically seeing them. So, you know, it, it might not even be 3D glasses. It might be 4D glasses that we need to to now put on just so that we can show people that we see them. Also, another great thing about recognition and appreciation is it connects us. You know, when I see you do something, I learn a little bit more about you. I might jump in and I might say, oh, I heard that great recognition that you got well done. And it builds yeah. this connection. And again, it's so important. I um, I read a study during the pandemic that said that connection is important to our well-being as eating fruit and vegetables, drinking water, exercising and getting enough sleep. Um, And that's why as businesses, we really, hybrid or not, really need to focus on connection. And again, recognition has an important role to play. Yeah, I love that. We're we're a tribe building species, right? We always have been right from day day dot. We wanted to, to, to be together. Again, it makes us feel, it's safety, right? It makes us feel safe. Yeah. And we need to figure out how to do that in different ways in this new hybrid world, because, you know, for most organizations, it's not going to go back to the old way. So we need to think about how can we build that tribe? How can we work together in in different ways through Mm. technology, but just how we support each other? Yeah, really interesting. And what are your four golden rules that you speak about? So this is something I've been using probably for a couple of years. And that was one of the reasons I wrote the book, because Every time I share that, people are like, oh, I love that. It really helps me. So they're the four things that we must do. I've got a really bad memory, so I like acronyms. So each of the letters of the word must stands for one of the different golden rules. Very quickly, the first one is M, which is meaningful. So we need to make it meaningful. We talked a little bit about for the person. So Mm. make sure you recognize them in a way that's meaningful for them. But also at the end of the day, as a manager, it needs to be meaningful for the company. Figure about figure out what are the things that are going to make a difference to the organization and, and definitely look for those types of things. Nice. Uh, the next one is uh, U, which is uniform or inclusive, Okay. which is all about inviting everyone to the party. Too often the mistakes we have is we might pick like the top employee or the three employees of the month or something like that. And then all these, all these other people are just left thinking, well, what what about me? What about the things that I did? So I'm not saying that you should always recognize everyone. There might be situations where a couple people have done something different, but we should be looking for opportunities to recognize every single person. When I do training with my employees, I always say that I'm like, you need to have a challenge for yourself to do things that I can recognize and then help me see them. But the problems it causes, I call them the eye rollers, the problems it causes when you just focus on those few people, everyone else will just feel deflated and roll their eyes and think, yeah, it's that person again. They're always recognized. And the S? Um, S, sorry, I was I was in the U. The <laughs> S is putting it under the spotlight. Hmm. So we talked a little bit about that one also. It's about celebrating it and sharing it because the great thing about recognition is their learning moments. So, you know, if if you get recognized for something, Ben, for, you know, doing a great job with your podcasts and I talk about, I love how you did A, B, and C, What a great learning moment for you, but also for me when you put it under the spotlight, because then I'm like, oh, that sounds great. I'm going to call Ben Connection. I'm going to talk to him. Recognition, because I'm taking the time to talk to you. You feel great. 
and I'm going to learn from him. So putting it under the spotlight, either through technology or other ways, is just such a powerful way to going back to ripple effect to to drive that ripple effect. Yeah, I love that. Just to jump in on that before you share mm-hmm. share the tea. It reminds me, I need to think here because I don't always record these episodes in the order they they go out, but I think it's going to be episode 112, interviewed uh, Mark Miller, who's just written a fabulous book called Legacy in the Making. There's a whole series of case studies in there. One, he talks about Ritz Carlton and throughout every hotel and in the headquarters, and they do what they call lineups, which were instigated by the, the chief, chief exec. And they, it's basically to share a, a wow moment where they've really mm-hmm. made a sort of guest's day. But it's the same thing as what you're sharing here, right? It's a, it's a spotlight on what somebody has done, but also it's a great learning moment where, okay, well, how can how can we replicate this kind of, well, how can yeah. we do this again going forward? Super powerful. My husband works from home quite often and his office is just on the other side. And I hear him in his team meetings and he starts every moment with, he calls them, um, I think, bravos or wows, whatever. And he starts every single call out um, who has a wow moment to share. So it's not just him, it's everyone. And it just, what a great way to start out a meeting. And again, to your point, people are learning from it. And it's, everyone is taking shared responsibility. So everyone has to put on those 3D glasses. Yeah. So, and yeah, that helps with the connection thing we've been talking about as well, in that you're not just getting straight down to, to that cold, hard business, right? Yeah. And you get to know each other. You know, if I know yeah. that you're really strong in one area, next time, you know, I'm I'm challenged, I know who to go to. Yeah, cool. Let me get, let's get back to it. The T stands for? The T stands for timely, which going back to the my unified inclusive, which is one of my pet peeves, timely is another one of my pet peeves because too often we wait to recognize people, either because, you know, maybe we've got a formal program that's every month or every quarter, yeah. or maybe I'm just too busy. And, you know, if you think about the power of recognition, and I, I include 10 superpowers, why would you wait? I know we're all busy. But if by recognizing someone, it is going to make them more energized, happier, engaged, all these positive things, it's worth it for me as a manager to take a minute to recognize them. And sometimes what people do, there's a book called Crave that someone I know wrote, and he talks about this every Friday. So if for you, if it's not natural to do it every single day, jot them down and then 10 minutes on Friday, do it, whichever works for you. But just think about the risk of what happens if you don't do it in a timely way, yeah. um, especially things like once a year, no one's even going to remember what they did a year later. The world moves too quickly. Yeah. And those are the four things. <laughs> I think even saving them up for the, the mid-year review is is too long, right? Because then you could be waiting well, probably three months, right? And this think about the time between the end of the year and the, and the next one. Yeah. I mean, for me, I, um, you know, I try to do it in the moment. If not, I start it out in the morning and I'll do it first thing in the morning. So I'm sure everyone has like a morning pattern that they have. It doesn't take me very long to, to do it. Yeah. Especially once you get to know your people. That's, that's the thing that's really important in order to know the best way to recognize them. You need to get to know them, but you can do that as part of, you know, as a manager, learning your people, what works for them, what doesn't. Yeah. Very cool. And Deborah, if there was just one piece of advice you could share with leaders and, and managers out there to really help them help them be like a, a ninja a recognition and appreciation to, to really make, make a difference, what, what would it be? What would your sort of war cry or rallying cry be? 
Well, funnily enough, the title of my book is my mantra, which is see it, say it, appreciate it. So, and I borrowed that from the transport. So it's see it, say it, sort it. Yeah. But this time you don't hand it off to someone. So see it, look for it, say it, do it, appreciate, deliver that feeling. So if you can keep keep thinking of that over and over again, see it, say it, appreciate it, it'll help you. Brilliant. Love that. The power power of three, right? Anything can and freeze is always easy, easy to remember. It's about as much as I can. I'm surprised <laughs> I have four golden rules, but yeah. <laughs> Must wouldn't have worked. So yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. And Debbie, you very kindly sent us uh, two copies of the book, which for people listening to this sort of live within two weeks of when it goes out, they can click on a link in the in the show notes and we'll um, get one of them sent sent out to them after I've had a good flick through it, of course. <laughs> but yeah, thank you so much for, for doing that. So if you're listening, folks, do do make sure you take advantage of, of that offer. Other than that, Deborah, if people want to maybe find out more or even sort of get in touch, what's the best way for them to do that, please? So LinkedIn, I'm on LinkedIn. And then I've got a website, debcohr.com. And I've just actually, I've just written a couple new blogs on appreciation or other things, all things employee engagement. So look at my blogs, there's free resources. I try to push information out there as much as possible to help people. So that's probably the best way. Cool. So we'll link that up for everybody in the show notes as well, so they can find their way there really easily. Deborah, thank you so much for, for coming on the show and giving us a little masterclass in recognition and appreciation there. I think it's something that us leaders and managers need to, to really focus on perhaps more now than ever. So thanks for, for sharing your knowledge and, and thanks for writing the book. Thank you very much. I appreciate you giving me the time and the platform. That's it for this episode and a huge thank you for listening to the show and tuning in. At this stage, I only ask one thing of you that I promise will take no more than two or three minutes maximum. Wherever you happen to be listening, please click on the subscribe button and then leave a one sentence review. That's it. It makes all the difference and means we can continue to grow our channels and bring you even better guests in the future that you can learn from. That's it for this episode, folks. If you want to talk to me about the show, leave me some feedback or recommend a guest you'd like me to try and get hold of, then do please connect with me on LinkedIn. I'm easy to find. I'm on there as Ben Morton Leadership. Until then, until next time, look after yourself. Look after those who've got the privilege and responsibility to lead. And until then, lead on.